Okay. All right, Josh. So uh, continuing uh, Gospel of Saint Mark, chapter chapter uh, four, and uh, just to remember again what we were talking about uh, last week was the parable of what the sower, right? And uh, we, we we got so much into it uh, that uh, we uh, <laughs> we didn't. Uh, go any further but the idea again of of the different uh, soils and what we talked about it's all about basically the will right the will what we uh, and how we should uh, make sure that that this is exactly you know it, everything it depends on whether we want to or not right whether we really want to do that or not so with that will will you, you see that the continuation of the of the uh, chapter today, you know, part of it was the uh, part of it is the Lord is explaining to the disciples again what what the parable is, and then he goes on into one, two, three, four other parables, right? And again, you see the the, the pace of of Saint Mark as if he's not. Uh, and he doesn't want to waste any time. So it's like, you know, it's very, very uh, condensed and very um, uh, few and very straight to the point, as you will see the chapter today. So um, before that, maybe, maybe you know, just reflecting on what we talked about last week and if anybody had more challenges with that, more confrontation, more... Uh, uh, um, experience with with the idea of the word of God that's coming into us and that we are uh, especially what we talked about about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is really the one that is that is moving and changing and, and doing all those things anything that you uh, want or can share based on that and based on just like again the whole the whole idea of the study is how we how we live it right it's not just something that we information and we're just like okay this is good to know but really, how does that impact my life? I'm hoping and praying that that when we come together and and pray together and contemplate together about the Word of God and study it together, that actually changes something in us, changes something in us. So our life is not the same, right? And unless we're intentional about it, I guess again, you know, it's okay. Thank, thanks for the study. We're here together. Maybe we had some fellowship, we had some talks, but then we go back again to our own normal, regular routine which is again not not the purpose it, it fits exactly that's why we said last time you know that this parable is the key for everyone. exactly fits what we're talking about right we here we are we receive the word of god we get excited about it we got so touched by it but then we go on and then whether we keep it or again we're exposing it to the other elements so that that is actually a very 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 great practical example right what we're doing here and what we're doing outside is exactly what we're studying the parable the sower the seed that is coming and then whether it is will at one point it will it will bring forth fruit or it gets um taken away by the birds or by the thorns or by the sun and the end of the day as you remember it was basically because well, there is no root or there is no will to change what we need to change what is what are your thoughts anything any, anybody wants to share anything with us? Yeah, so we have yes, okay. That, like, on starting 
to read the Bible, but not really like pay attention to what I'm reading sometimes, where I used to like really let like the words enter my heart and contemplate on them a lot. Um, and that's like what our Lord was saying, like, you know, the heart is, is the soil in the parable, right? Like if you let, if you have a good heart, the word, uh, the seed, or which is the word of God will really like penetrate, right? Yes. Yes. So it brings the realization again that we are probably we're kind of superficial in our, in our reading, right? We're not allowing the, the, the word to, to sink in and to settle and to really yeah. produce. Okay, that's good. Okay. What else? Anything else? Last time, Abuna, we were talking about um, the 30 and 60 and 100. And when you said that depends on our willingness to accept his word, it's not that like um, we were predestined to a certain amount of fruitfulness in our lives and kind of like stuck with me and it um reminded me of like the needed nourishment for the soul um mm. like a pretty much like a minute basis like you need like to remember god and um have him on your mind more right. and i feel like that made me thirst more or at least like realize the thirst that i need to have more. yes yes so the, the the realization again also of the need for that continuous nourishment the continuous water to come in and yes good what else anything else anybody's finding anybody finding it more challenging as far as again you know it is really challenging when i when i hear something and then i want to apply it and i can't apply it and it's again you know you see you, you see that that continuous challenge between okay yes i heard something and i should be doing it but again here we go i have no idea how the week went by it seems like friday was yesterday and here we are again friday and the whole week gone and i have no idea you know, i wanted to do something about what we learned about what we talked about but you know just went like that right any thoughts on that? Seeds in the corn. The seeds in the Wait. Yes. Yes. Wait. And that's why it, it is followed by another parable. We'll talk about it today. Uh, hundreds. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that's why there's another parable that the Lord followed. Kind of similar, but not exactly similar. But again, it, it, it will answer that question. So let me just, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just bringing up this question, but let's put it aside till we get to to the rest of the chapter here, because now you can probably, you will all find find kind of answer, but still like, okay, you know, still how to do that. So maybe you should, should get into uh, the text and then we can we can try to look at that, specifically that question from, from that view of, uh, you know, how, how is that possible? How we can really, you know, pause and slow down that craziness that we're living uh, in and actually pay attention to, to uh, what is uh, happening and how we can learn from it. So chapter four, again, talks all about, you know, from the beginning, as we said about the, 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 the sower, the sower shows the word, and then, you know, uh, the explanation, you know, from, um, uh, from verse 10, from, the, from verse 10, Mark 4, 10. And when he was alone, those around him with the, with the 12 asked him about the parable. Okay, so 
Again, he said the parable, left, and then he was alone with whom? With the 12. And then they asked him about the parable. And he said to them, to you has been given the, the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything is in parables. So that they may indeed see, but not perceive, and may indeed hear, but not understand. Lest they should turn and be and be forgiven. Lest they should turn and be forgiven. So what is he trying to say here? Before we go on with, with, with the rest of it. What is he trying to say? Again, he, 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 people left, he was saying, he was teaching, and people left, and then all who are remaining is the 12. And then uh, he's telling them, first of all, that to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything is in parable. Why is that? What do you think that is? Because they're with him. They are with him. Okay. Okay. So they are the, the, the people who are actually entrusting, right, to continue teaching, right? So that's why to you it's been revealed. Those secrets have been revealed, right? But then the outside is parable. But again, what is why, why the outside is parable? So to you, the secrets are revealed, are, are given. Okay, we understand that. But why to the outsiders? But those outside, everything is in parable. Why? Because they, they'll just take it as a story, like they're not going to really understand what the meaning behind it because. Taken as a story, but he is speaking to them in parable. So he's actually intentional about not revealing things in or, or giving things in, in, in a very, very clear way. Why? Want them? Want them to think about it, right? If something I'm giving it to you very easy, and again, in the setup that, you know, there are thousands of people are there, it's going to be very easy to what? To comprehend. If it's all very easy to, 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 to lose it also, to forget it, if I give you the just straight teaching right away, right? But if he's challenging, challenging them with a parable in order to make them actually think, right? Like think what? about it and trying to get that, that, that relationship. Right, so they, they are putting an effort into actually appreciating what he's saying, and because of that, it is stuck in their mind more than just a very kind of usual uh, teaching. What else? Yeah, we're trying to change like their thought process. Okay. For the disciples, they already like are close to him, right, and he knows it, and. And so he can tell them things straightforward. And, you know, he has that um, sort of like open door with them, you can say. Um, but with the, like other people, they are not as accepting okay. of his words. So he kind of needs to first get them to change that and like thought process. Okay. So he does that by like the parable. Right, so he's 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 trying to tell them actually that it's something that is that is uh, it's very important. Number one, right. Number two, I want you to actually try to look into it from from a different view. And number three, trying to explain it also because what he's using here, he's using parables from the what from the surrounding, from the culture itself. So he's trying to make it more more relatable exactly to them, right? But there's something else here that uh, that uh, um, uh, Clement of Alexandria says right there. You know, the word is made effective by its own power. 
At time, our Savior spoke the word to the apostles by means of mysterious sayings. For prophecy says of him, he will open his mouth in parables and will declare things kept secret from the foundation of the world. That is in uh, Psalm 78, 2. What, is he say, what he's saying is the efficacy of the word itself being strong and powerful, gradually draw into itself secretly and invisibly everyone who receives it. What, what is he trying to say here? What does that mean? Do you mind showing it? <clears throat> because you still see the, the Bible. Why is that? Because you showed one screen. Okay, well, if you're in person, you would have seen it. I know. <laughs> How is that? Better, thank you. <laughs> Just give me a hard time. You wouldn't be you without 100, you. yes. <laughs> yes, well, thank you. There it is. So that's, that's Clement of Alexandria here, okay? He's saying, again, at times our Savior spoke the word to the apostles by means of mysterious sayings. For prophecy says of him, he will open his mouth in parables and will declare things kept secret from the foundation of the world. And then he goes on, the efficacy of the word itself being strong and powerful gradually draws into itself secretly and invisibly everyone who receives it. It touches every touches everyone. Different way. Right, exactly, exactly. It's not just a blank general thing, right? But when, when he leaves it to the interpretation of the person, leaves a, a, a room for the, for the power of the word itself to work its way, you're going to receive it in a different way than I do, right? It will touch in a different way than I do, right? And that's the beauty of the word of God. That's what, that's what Clement Alexander is saying. It, it has its own power to reach each one in a different way based on our, on our needs, right? I could be here today and I want to hear something and I can probably say the same verse, but it touch you different than touch me because he knows my need and the power of the word that it will give, be given this way, right? So when it is in, in that parable way, it's more of, of an actual, if I may say left to the interpretation of every person, but it's not exactly like this, it's left to the power of the word to, to, to impact each person in a different way, right? So that's what he's saying here to you. It was given because you are the one, the 12, you are the one that will be, will carry on the teaching. So you need to understand this, right? And also to you, the mystery is given that you really understand the, the, the mysteries and the, sacred, the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. But to the rest, they are still in that, in that very, very early stage of being taught, right? So I will leave it to, to the power of the word itself to have its impact on different different people. Does it make sense? Yes. Is or that commentary is about the the quoting that Christ is making, right? Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would have a question. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, it's gonna come out as vomit, but I'll try. So, with everybody having their own perspective of the word, where is the fine line of telling someone to kind of take things into their own perspective versus, you know, completely utilizing the word in their own mind. I don't, I don't know how to explain it because the thing that, the issue that I have is I know someone who was a far away from faith and then became closer to the faith, but he doesn't like to go to churches because he sees like, you know, the, I don't know, he sees like 
you know, that they're not directly aligned with Christ and that there's, you know, you know, imperfections. So he likes to take the Bible through his own lens, through his own understanding without hearing, you know, and, and, and I'm worried because, you know, it might make him. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I guess what you're saying is you're saying is very important thing also and very, uh, uh dangerous thing when we leave it just to our own to our own interpretation away number one away from the whole message of the of the scripture itself right again there is a there is a quote here somewhere i'm not quite sure where but it says that you can see that that all the parts are linked together right so when you when you when you take one thing away from the whole spirit of the message itself right that that that's dangerous that it's, you're just interpreting based on your own needs and your own thing you're you're missing the whole the whole uh teaching itself number two again that's what you're saying yusuf which is the need for of the of the uh of the body of the church itself to actually again you know i remember i think it was pope Shenouda when he said that sometime that that the, the 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 it's like the river that has two banks right one bank is the scripture one bank is the fathers and they're both preventing the river the water from what from overflowing right so what what protects the teaching what protects the 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 the, the, the straight teaching is you know the church the, the scripture and the father does that does that uh go along and align with with the whole with the whole understanding of the faith or not right and again, you know, we have the joke like uh, the the person that uh, was pretty much uh, done with his life and want to take his life away, right? I said, okay, I'm gonna open the scripture, whatever the scripture tells you, I'll do it. And then he opened it to the part that Jesus is telling Judas, go, whatever you're doing, do it fast. I said, okay, that's it. I'm gonna go kill myself because the scripture is telling me do it fast, right? Ha absolutely, that's not that's not the spirit of the gospel. That's not the meaning of the gospel again. Since we're talking about what is the gospel, what is not the gospel. So the the when it when it comes to 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 a big part of it, Yusuf is 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 pride. Like I don't want to have somebody to tell me what it is. I just want to see what what that is, right? So when we're saying here, when Saint Clement of Alexandria is saying that the the word, the power of the word, has its own impact within still the whole understanding of the salvation, of the story of the salvation, right? Nothing outside of that. Does that answer your question a bit or not? It does answer the question, but the issue I'm having is how would I approach the person who has this type of mentality and belief to bring him into the church? The idea that we all need need to be taught. We all need somebody to teach us, right? You know, as the scripture itself says, you know, the, the, the person that is without uh, a teacher is like the the... the the leaves of the tree, right? Anything will come away and, and, and blow, blow them away. So the idea of life in general, not just religion, life in general, right? I learn everything from somebody else. If I go out in the street without knowing how to drive, I say, well, I can teach myself. I don't need anybody else. Okay, you're going to definitely get into, into an accident, right? If I go and say, I know how to cook, I don't know. I don't need anybody to show me how to cook. You know, you're going to burn the, the house down, right? And so forth. So it is the mindset of, of, of life in general that we all need someone to tell us. That's why we learn from those who are experienced in a way. And also we don't, again, as we say, if your car is broken, you're not going to go 
to the to the to the baker and tell him fix my car. You go to the mechanic. You take the car to the one that knows about the car, not to somebody else, right? So in a way, that is that is the ideology of the whole life. That you know we 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 learn from from other people who are equipped to teach, and not just take it on our own, right? It could be a bad experience or something in the past that can turn away a person, but that that doesn't mean that the whole thing is bad, right? And the other thing is going on his own or going on my own is not helping, right? I'm sure it's, it's adding more confusion, more, more, you know, anxiety. So like being on my own and say, okay, I'm just going to be me, myself, and the, and the scripture, and that's it. It doesn't help. It doesn't help for sure. Una, I was going to mention something. Yes. Yusuf, uh, can you hear me? Yusuf, can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, Yeah, sorry. I hope I'm not overstepping, but I think Abuna mentioned it when it comes to pride. When you think that you alone in scripture are, say, better or above the church, I feel like that's a pride thing because just like you as an individual, you're not perfect, neither is the church because it's a mix of individuals. But again, it's the strength in numbers of people getting together and striving for the same goal to be closer to God. And even though they're not perfect, that is the goal that they're striving towards. Right. So rather than do it alone, why not do it with a group of right. imperfect sinners as well? Right. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. And again, that's how Thank the you. whole church grew. And that's how the whole church, right. you know, it's been functioning from 2000 years ago to now. Right. Yes. Go ahead. So in this case, if we were to come to a point of like this day and age, okay. it would you sort of represent the, the current believers and then the outsiders are like the non-believers. So like the believers are the people that sit at his feet and they're learning from Christ, whatever greatest, whatever um the wisdom of the scripture. That's a great point. So the 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 the, the twelve are the twelve um uh, just uh, uh, like a symbol of the of the believers, according to the fathers, and as I was reading this, the twelve actually here represents the church, because the church is the one that's given the 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 the, the to understand the mysteries, right? And then through the church, we understand this more and more, right? And that also goes back again to to, to Yusuf's point, right? Like the twelve here are the disciples, right? The pillars of the faith. Right, so in a way, when he talks to them as to you, it was given to know the mysteries to you as the church, right? So that's where I always come to the church in order to to understand and to make sure that I'm aligned with what I with, with what what's coming into my mind and not just going on my own, right? And we we all know, you know, when when people start to go on their own, that's why all the division happens and that's why all the the different theologies, the different things, you know, because again, people are not following. The, the 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 church the structure of the church itself right? so who would the outsiders be represented that be like the whole world like in general those who are still again at that time those who are still in 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 process in the process of learning okay. right in the process of learning for us now it is not like this because now we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will, as we talked about it last week, the Holy Spirit will teach and will give us all the what takes what from the Father and gives gives us and 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 give us the wisdom and direction and everything, right? But then those who are 
who are not in the faith or not or still in the process of, of learning and starting to the process of understanding for them it has been given to again to see are you really interested in what i'm saying or not right if i'm still learning and i hear a parable and well it's too much for me like you know what i don't wanna i don't want any more headache you know it's too much right but if i'm really interested i will actually listen more and ask more right as we're doing right now right we are all learning together right something that is not quite clear will ask more questions but if somebody here that really I'm just here because you know I want to be here or don't want to be here, right? Then I just don't care. Just get done with it and and let's go and then we can socialize after the the, the time and that's it, right? So the intention and the mindset that okay we are we are approaching and we again he he as I said before he was there as he did before, right? And he was teaching and in, and as we know from the for example the 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 miracle of feeding the multitude, people were there for a long time. Right? Why? Because they want to hear, right? They want to hear this. So there is the desire to hear the Nikam actually, even if it's not quite clear, they will actually start to pay attention more and more, right? Versus just something that is easy, easy given to them. So he starts to again give them the, 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 the interpretation of the parable itself. We're not going to go through it again as we did before. But then After this, so verse twenty, but again the, the 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 like the continuation of the of the parable itself. But those that were sown on the good soil are those are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirtyfold, sixtyfold, and hundredfold. And he said to them, so now he's what he is continuing the teaching. And based on this, he said to whom to the twelve, right? And that's important because again. What we always do again is take this out of context, right? But not in the flow of the of the text itself, of the chapter itself. Remember, as I said before, in the beginning, there's no chapter, there's no you know end of chapter, end of, end of thing, like it all flows together. So as he is saying to them that but the 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 the, the, the seed that were sown on the good soil are the ones who who hear the word and accept it and bear fruits to 30, 60, and 100 fold. And he said to them, is a lamb brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed and not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except the meat manifest, nor is anything anything secret except to come to light. Why is, why is that, again, that's important, the order of the text itself here? After explaining, after telling them what you should know this, Right, and here is what 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 the actual explanation is, and then he goes on to this particular again quick, fast, condensed parable. What do you think that is? Is the secret of even the like the word of God, or like the secret that he was mentioning earlier, or is this a different approach? In here. Yeah. Nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. In a way, he's saying that, that you know, um, that's, that's exactly the question. Like, you know, you're taking something, you're giving something, there is no point of having this yeah. hidden, right. right? Because in general, the, 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 the logic is if you take something, you what? Spread. You spread it, mm -hmm. right? And again, that's that's the, the danger when you take this out of out of context and just apply it to anything else, mm. right? But here he's 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 very clear. He's saying that you are given 
to understand the, sec the, the secrets. You are given all the, the information in order that I'm preparing you to be the one that will carry on after I'm not with you anymore, right? So be careful not to take this and do what with it. Keep it yourself, right? So the flow is very, very, very clear, very clear. He said to them, is a lamb brought to be, to be put under a basket? Like, no, right? You are given to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven in order to do what with it? To spread it, not to take it and say, well, we're not still not quite sure what to do with it, or we don't want to deal with it, or it's going to be, you know, a problem dealing with it in a way. So he goes, no, he's, again, he's, he's getting them ready, right? He's getting them ready to the time that they will be actually not even alone, because we know that from, from, from the text, like later on, he started to send them what two by two, right? So he, he, he drew back, right? And, and took a step back and said, okay, now you go. And then they went and then they, they were so excited and happy that you know they're doing all those miracles and then came back to him. You know, you know how that, 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 that story went, right? So he's preparing them actually to the point now that, okay, you are ready to, to, to shave, to shave, right? You know, I, I always remember when we're in a mission and then people who were with us for the first time and then we're in the market and then, okay, Juliana, you're gonna share now. Like what? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not willing to share. I can't share. I don't have anything. Well, you do it, right? So it's the idea. Of, that's why we're here, right? That's why we're here. That's why we tell the people from 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 ahead of time, like be ready because on the spot you're going to be asked to do what to share, right? And as some of you know, you know, Sayyidina Bishop Bulis, he loves to do this with me. He he like during the the, the service and to Abuna share a message. So being, you know, I thought I'm smart. So I would, I would like, when I know that he's there and praying with him, so I prepare something from before. So now he changed his tactic. He goes, he picks an actual verse and I want you to preach about this verse. <laughs> so I thought, I thought I'm getting ahead of the game. <laughs> but last couple of times he did it with me. So not just, okay, share something. No, he picks an actual verse. Okay, talk about this. Okay. I will. <laughs> next weekend we talk about this word. Yes, next time. <laughs> but that's the idea here. You know, the Lord is preparing them for something that this is where this is why you are following me, right? Not just to be so much uh, um, excited about the miracles, about the healings, about all those things. No, you're here in order to understand the word and to share it, right? And even if we said the 12 here representing the church, but in this particular way, this is all of us, right? The word is given to all of us. The seed is given to all of us in order not to take it and do what with it, keep it to ourselves, right? Again, if that's the case, then there is no point. And that's the case, then there is no fruit. There is no 30, 60, 100. There is not even 10 or five because the mindset is I'm gonna keep this for myself. But he's saying, no, be careful. The whole idea, of the salvation is to share it with the others. The whole idea of the teaching is to share the teaching with the others. And he said to them, is a lamb brought into in to be put under a basket or under a bed and not on a stand? It cannot be. That's not the case, right? The lamb is to be, again, remember at that time, you know, the, 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 you're saying in the culture that at that time you can see Jerusalem for afar at night because all the lambs are lit right and the lamp is what is yes it's out there 
And also, how does the lamp function? The lamp needs what? Needs oil and needs a wick, right? The wick is burning and the oil is supplying. So remember that. He's saying that you are that. You need to, to be burned, right? But you also need to be have the what? The supply, the oil, right? Remember the parable of the, of the 10 virgins, right? The actual, and as we were studying that parable a while ago, we were saying that the actual, it's like a torch, it's not like a lamp, right? The idea of a lamp that we, 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 we can visualize with, with our DNA now, it's not like this. It's like a big stick, right? And then has like a piece of, of, of a rag, basically. And that rag is dipped in oil. And every once in a while, you have to change it and prepare it and fix it. That's why they could not fix their lamps. So it's not just like the, 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 the we can say it in Arabic, Ramadan, Fanus uh, Ramadan, you know, that, uh, that one thing that is, no, it's not like that. It's an actual stick with a rag on it. And that rag, you have to dip it in the oil and light it. And then after a while, you have to change it, right? You have to change it. So there is work, there is paying attention, there is awareness. If there is no oil, there is no light. And if you're not willing to burn that rag, there's no, there, is, there isn't a light that's going to come out of it. Right? So here you see that sacrificial work and the continuous what? Supply, continuous supply. Right? And sadly, sometimes again, we don't have that supply and we tried, but we, we're, we're running, we're running on, 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 on an empty, right? Empty piece of rag, dry, dry, right? And then why? That's why we wonder, like, why are we so harsh with each other? Like, why can't we tolerate each other? Why can't we love? Why can't we do all those things? Because again, there's nothing. There's nothing there. For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest. Right? Again, if there is a secret, right? There's a secret that is that is that is given. So somebody has the responsibility to do it, to reveal the secret. Right? That's that's the point. Right? Otherwise, it won't be a secret. Otherwise, there is no point of a secret. Right. Who is going to reveal the secret? Us. Us. That's why St. Paul talks about the, the hidden mystery that he declared to the people, right? To him was given the revelation to declare the mystery of the incarnation, right? And he calls it the mystery of Christ. Right? So are we empowered to reveal that secret or not? Right? Like what secret are you talking about? <laughs> That's why we need to let again see. We need to accept the seed, allow the seed to germinate, allow the seed, as we'll see later on here, to 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 be crushed in order to be revealed, right? Revealed for us first, and then once it is revealed for us, we will definitely have to do it. Reveal it to the others. Reveal it to the others. If anyone, and then he goes again, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Right? I've told you, I've explained it to you, I'm continuing to teach, but it's up to you. Verse 24 is very, very interesting verse, actually. So with, after all this, he's talking to them and said, and he said to them, pay attention to what you hear, 
with the measure you use, it will be measured to you and still and still more will be added to you. What do you think of that? What is the meaning of this? And let me continue 25. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. What is he talking about here? The more you hear, the more you will get out of that. Yes. Yes. The more you hear, the more you be, the more you spend effort, the more it will be given to you. Right? What you hear with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Right? Again, I'm just remember again, as we said, I just want to pass by him. I don't want to sit. Okay. That's what you will be given. Right? Okay. But I initially thought that first meant like the more that you know from that God revealed to you, that that's like the more that you're going to be measured with before him. Like judged. Like judged with. At least that's how I initially understood it. It's more within the context of the of the of the passage here. It's more of again the more the more you are paying attention, the more you will be given to you, right? The same idea of of you know asking to be given, right? Knocking to be open, right? If all I want to is a little bit, right? Then I'm gonna be given this, right? Remember the the story of Elijah and the and the and the widow when she ran out of oil. Right? What did he tell her? Go and get. Remember the story? Get what? Empty vessel. And he, say, he told her what? Do not bring few. Do not bring few. Bring as much as you can. Right? If you go just to the next door only, you get one vessel, okay, that's what you'll be given. Right? If you go around the block, that's what will be given. Right? And he told her this, do not, do not bring few, meaning just bring more, bring whatever you, you want to bring, right? Because as, as, as many as you bring, as many they will be filled. For to the one who has, more will be given, and from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. He has, he has what? From the one that or to the one who has more will be given. Has what? Understanding. Has understanding, has faith, has willingness. But if you don't, and so what you've been given already, again, he told them from the beginning, to you was given the what? The mysteries. So if you don't keep that, what you what you'll have will be taken away from you. Right? Why? Because you're not appreciating what you have. But in the sense that will be actually taken away from me, or in the sense that because you didn't appreciate them, you will eventually forget them. I feel like you'll be robbed of like the word and understanding if you're not like sitting at God's feet and like willing to listen. I feel like it's be robbed to of in a way, yes. So it's not actually taken. Or are you forgetting? You, you, you lose it. You lose it, right? It's not actually taken because, again, like we know that, okay, us who have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will never leave us, right? Right? Or the Holy Spirit is there. But again, the work and the fire and the, the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit is not going to be there anymore, right? So it's not going to be like taken away that, okay, here is, here is, 
you know, we, we, we know and we believe that as long as we are here on earth, that we, every day is another uh, chance, another opportunity for us to, to, uh, to continue with that and to understand and to, 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 to use what we have, right? But in a way, if you don't use it, as if it is not there, right? As if it's not there. So um, the 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 meaning is not necessarily that it will be kind of like you know you'll be punished and to be taken away from you. But but you, you you don't appreciate it, you don't use it, you don't have it, then you lose it. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, let me share this with you here with, with this specific uh, passage here. Kind of understand also what, uh, what the fathers talk about it here. Um, so, you guys see the screen? Yep. So uh, uh, Tertullian says, why does the Lord call us the light of the world? What, that's his, this is on this specific specific uh, verse that nobody, the, the lamp cannot be hidden. Why has he compared us to a city on a hill? Are we not called to shine in the midst of the darkness and stand up high for those most sunk down? If you hide your lamp beneath a, a bush, bushel, you will soon notice that you yourself will be in the dark, right? So that's, that's the idea. If you hide yourself, you are actually standing in the dark. Although you are, you have the light, right? You will find others bumping into you. So what can you do to illumine the world? Let your faith produce good works. Be a reflection of God's light. The good is not preoccupied with darkness. It rejoices in being seen. The good is not preoccupied with darkness, but it, rejoice, it rejoices in being seen, right? So again, the more you have, the more you will be what? Rejoicing with that because you are a part of bringing light to everybody else. It's not, again, it's not just about you, right? But if you, if you hide it, you become in the dark as if you're losing the light. Right. It exalts over the very pointings which are made at it. Christian modesty not only wishes to be modest, but also it wishes to be beheld as what it actually is. Wishes to be beheld as it what it actually is. What it, what what is it actually that we are? We are the light. Right. So that's the like in a way the explanation of that. Like if you if you if you don't use what we have, it's taken away from you. Because again, if I don't keep myself in the light, I become what? In the darkness. Okay. Make sense? But this is, um, it's not only saying that, it's saying that we should reveal it. Right. Not just keep it. Not just keep it, Not yes. just to yourself. No, yeah. So God yeah. told the six dollar, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what he's saying. So he's saying, if you don't reveal it, you're just actually, you're hiding it. And if you're hiding it, you become what? Dark. And then, so people will bump into you. <laughs> You'll find others bumping into you. And bumping into you here, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding this, the, the, the friction, right? right? 
because you're not, we're not standing in the light. So I'm not bringing light to the people. I'm actually making people more dark. And if everybody, if we're sitting here in darkness, all of us, we're going to bump to each other, right? And that's exactly any relationship without the light. And the light is Christ, right? The Word of God. Okay? So if any relationship on any level is not based on the light, it becomes a relationship in the dark. And in the dark, what we do is we bump to each other. Any other questions about this passage? We don't really necessarily need to talk about the Bible for people to see Christ in you, right? We're just talking about this on campus <laughs> one day. Yes. Who is it that says that uh, that uh, uh, always preach the gospel and if you have to use words, speak, right? If you have to. Right? But no, no. Our, again, that the idea of the fifth gospel, that we are the fifth gospel, the open gospel, right? Through our relationship, through our love, through our peace, through our, the fruit of the spirit, right? Like, I know that you are different. I know that there is something. So back to the question, back to the question early on, which is, okay, yes, we, 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 we get excited here and the word of God is very good and everything, but then again, we get so busy and before we know it, you know, the whole week is gone. Here we are again on the Bible study tonight again. And like, you know what? We never applied anything from last week, right? Let's, let's read the following parable and you tell me what you understand from this. Especially Yusuf, because he said 100, 100 yes or 100 okay, something like that. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. This is a different parable, right? But there is, there is a beautiful, beautiful idea behind it. He sleeps and rises night and day. And the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. <laughs> so what is he trying to say here? The, er the, earth, the earth produces by itself. First the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe at once, he puts it in the sickle because he, the harvest has come. And again, another very fast, condensed, short parable. Just kind of throw it right there, you know, four verses and that's it. But why is this parable very, very important? Why it's very unique? What is he trying to say here? Okay. So who is making it grow? The grace of God. Again, remember earlier, we talked about do not bless him against the Holy Spirit. So he is saying, okay, again, you know, on the same, on the same token as he, as he did before, he said the kingdom of God is, is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. And then he's very intentional. He goes, he sleeps and right, night and day. So here is the sower himself is is spreading the seed and then he goes to sleep right night and day and then the seed sprouts and grows he knows not how it's the mystery exactly remember we were talking about the power of the word the power of the seed itself right 
But for the mystery to work, there has to be certain condition, right? So again, back again to, the, to what we struggle with. Again, yes, Bible study is wonderful, great, but we don't know what's happening, right? What is it that needs, I don't wanna say that we need to do because according to this, we don't, <laughs> it's not what we do, but what is it that needs to be done in order to see again, the seed sprouts and grows and then it's first the blade and the ear and the full grain after this. We need to receive it first or scatter it. And what else? You hear the word and make sure that you are, again, based on what we're just talking about, we're not keeping it for ourselves, right? And what else? Willingness. Willingness. Willingness, being patient, okay? Trusting the grace of God, right? Because again, here it says that he doesn't know how. He sleeps and, and rises night and day, meaning what? In our own language, meaning what? Resting and he's living his life, right? The normal routine, right? He's, he's doing the things that anybody would do, right? If you want to go to work, go to work. If you sleep, sleep. If you have whatever, go do, do your normal work. But as you do the normal work, there is something that is being what? There is a process. Again, there is sprout, there is blade, there is ear, full grain, right? There is, there is a process, right? But it all depends on, again, if the soil is doing what, is receiving the word of God, is receiving the water, right? And is willing to produce, right? So why is that parable very, very important? And very critical? The whole idea of? Yes. Right, right. Right, how? They were very focused on how. And he goes like, we don't know how, right? Don't ask how, don't ask how. Just let the normal process works its way, right? Father Matthew, the poor Abu says the same thing. Like whenever, whenever you plant a seed, nobody will like, after planting the seed every day, you'll go out in the field and get a measuring stick and say, okay, you know, what's happening? How, how, how much did it grow? And you do this every day. You don't do this. You forget about it, right? But not forgetting about it because you make making sure that the seed is buried, right? It's crushed. You're making sure that it's received the water, receiving the sun, receiving the air, right? And then you don't know how. It's a mystery. Yes. At the end of the day, it's the grace of God, right? That's the, the synergy, again, that we talked about before, right? You know, I prepare the soil. i making sure that the conditions are okay. But then I don't know how it grows. How it grows is actually very, very, very paradox to everything else. Because that seed has to, to die. has to rot in, in the ground. Okay? But imagine, like, I, I, I don't trust this, and every day I will come and pull the seed out of the ground. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just let it, let it be. 
Like, well, I don't trust it's gonna grow. Well, you're you're spoiling the whole thing. You're killing the seed. Right? Just let it settle. Right? Bring it in. And trust that this is the normal law of nature, right? You bring a seed, put it in a nice ground, let it water, it will to grow. Which, which is sometimes totally opposite to what we believe, right? You know, I, I, I hear this a lot and then, okay, well, it's too hard, Abuna, but we have to keep trying. Okay, what do you mean by keep trying? Keep trying to do what? Yes, we have to keep trying, but what are we trying? We're trying to prove that we are up to the, to the measure. We will never be able to do that. I remember we were talking about, about the, the, the Sermon on the Mount when we were studying Matthew a few years ago. And we were saying that it seems like, like the Lord, when he, when, he, when he gave the Sermon on the Mount, he's actually raising the bar very, very high. Right? If somebody hits you, give him the other, right? If somebody's taken something, give him the other. If somebody is, is you know, giving you a hard time, walk the, the extra mile, right? Love your enemy. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no. Why is it there? To the point that he goes, unless your, your, your righteousness is beyond what the Pharisees, you, you never do, right? And he goes on, no matter what you do, always say that I am nothing. So are you trying to set us up for failure? Right? When you look at all those things, you know, pray unceasingly. You know, if you look at whatever you're lusting in the heart. What is this? That's why when you look at it this way, it is very hard and very exhausting. And we try and we try, we'll never be able to, to reach it. But he goes, no, I'm saying this to tell you that you cannot do it without me. Right? Just accept the word. Right? Do all what you should do in order to protect the word. Right? To make sure, again, you're not on the, on the, on the, on the uh, open path that people will, 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 will step on the seed. Right? Be careful to understand the value of that seed, right? But still do what you want to do. Live, right? Again, we're, we're, you know, big, big, big part of the struggle, especially for, for us who are, who are, you know, grew up in the church and we always have, have the, the, the standards of all the monks and the fathers in the desert. And we, we always have that mindset that unless I do like them, I will never be able to, right? And always have that that kind of like, yes. But he goes, no, you know, a man that he sleeps and rises, right? And then he doesn't know how. Right? It's not it's not about where you at. It's about how much you are willing and able to protect it and trusting in God. That's why the passage that I that I that I shared with some of you guys, it says it's not about how much you try, it's about how much you trust. Right? Because no matter how much we try, we'll always be always, right? But if we don't understand that mindset, every time we try and we fail, it becomes what? Another reason for us to 
distrust, right? And to say, okay, well, here we go again. And that's why you know, what it's, we always hear this, well, but it's too hard, right? But it's not practical, but we cannot do it. Again, I'm not saying to sit down and relax and do nothing, 100% no. But I'm saying that we need to know that, that the growth and the growing of the seed of the plant is 100% the work of God, 100%. And it is also what a process, as it says, right? Sprout, and then the blade, and then, right? It's not going to come all of a sudden overnight and you have a big, big, huge tree. Yes, yes, yes. The healing is a process, right? It's not like all of a sudden overnight I'm, I'm done with all my scars and all my wounds and I'm, you know, I'm running as, you know, no, it's a process, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's why this 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 is it's amazing. You know, the text here, he knows not how. <laughs> when you think about it too, when the parable is perfect for the time, because when you think about what a farmer does, they have all the stuff they need to because at the end of the day, they don't know, or at the end of the season, they don't know if they can harvest it or not. Right. But they Till it and they don't neglect their right. soil yes. and they keep nurturing it. And right. They just don't know how. Don't know how. Until time to harvest. Right. Yes. Yes. And it's that joy of seeing things, right. right? But even the next one is even better. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts the sickle because the harvest has come. Mm. And once it's time to harvest, what does a farmer do? They harvest. And they don't just keep it at their farm, they take, they it, take out it out to everybody. Right. Share it with others. Right. Yes. That's the that's the whole process. Okay. That's the whole process. Again, if I have a piece of land and I'm watering it and 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 tilling it and doing everything, and then at the end, you know, even now it happens. Like, you know, if you have a nice neighbor and then they have some kind of uh, good tomatoes or something, like, hey, I have this. Would you like to share? I'd like to share this with you, right? And very proud of it, right? Yes, yes. And it's, it's beautiful feeling from both, mutual feeling from the giver and the receiver, right? It's very nice of you. And yes, I'm proud that this is actually, you know, was able, I don't know how, right? But I have this beautiful crop this year. It's abundant, it's beautiful and strong and it's fresh, right? Yes, yes. And that's why you keep going, right? Otherwise, if you don't, like, why would I waste my time next season for the whole thing again? Right, but I work on those. That is the motivation here, right? That we the hope of seeing the grain is right, and you start to share it, right? And then you know all the effort and the and the work and the hard time that you did in order to reach that point is actually what it's gone, it's gone. Like a farmer or any one of us who was planting something in the backyard, you never see at the end of the season, well, this was a very, very, very hard season. You forget the work, right? Why? But once you see the fruit, right? You're so joyful. And that's why, again, that's why the Lord here is using this parable because it's very, very, very relatable, right? To them and to us now. And it's very encouraging. Again, again, he sleeps and rises night and day. Th that text is not just you know to take it light, but to understand that the person is doing what he's living, his normal, 
liar. But he scatter, he definitely provide the water, provide the protection, right? Maybe putting those, uh, what is it called? No. Yeah. Scary, yes. <laughs> right? Yes, right? Okay. But then how, how does it, I have no idea. I don't know how. I don't know. And then when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Time to collect, and time to share, and time to marry, right? To, to, to rejoice over it. Yeah. Yes. Um, what is the wisdom of the church to incorporate the part about um, the lamp in the gospel, the sixth hour, in the Akira? Like, why is it specifically in the sixth hour? Which one? Yes. What is what happened the sixth hour? The crucifixion, right? And through the cross, what happened? The salvation, right? So, and not only the salvation, but then also there is something important, which is how we relate to that, right? So the third hour, for example, talks about the the, the Holy Spirit, right? When you talk about about the the in a way it starts with the with the with the part of the Sermon on the Mount, right? Blessed are the poor in the spirit, which is a part also of what of going through the cross, right? Enduring the cross, those who are thirsty, those who are uh, uh, meek, those who are uh, who, those who are mourning. So in a way, it is pointing out to the to the cross, right? But then we don't stop at the cross. Right, the cross is always giving us what the hope and the, the the transformation. That's why it goes. You are the salt of the earth at, at towards the end of the passage, right? And you are the light, right? Right, because the cross was the light, right? The cross was on the hill, right, on Golgotha, on a on a on a on a, on a high place, right? So imitating that, right? Then that's how we become again the same idea that we cannot. The seed cannot sprout unless it's dead, right? So we cannot also have and shine that light unless we go through the, through the pain, through the cross, through the detachment, right? And then we become that light that is up on the hill that brings everybody. To, yeah. So at the end of the lecture, when it still shines upon you and the video of your goodness and the you can have that essentially saying, Go and spread the word, right? Or is it just go and do your works that people will see and then glorify your father? They're both the same, okay? Spread the word by, by the works, mm -hmm. right? Yes, yeah, by loving, and that's what the Lord did on the cross, right? So the cross became that symbol of love, right? Yeah, other questions. We're still not done with chapter four, which is good. That's okay. I'm excited for next week. Yes, I was excited for this year, this time also. But <laughs> I thought we'd get to it, but we didn't. But we didn't. 
But I think if we get, again, what do you think? Like what, what would we get from this? Again, as I was saying earlier, the idea of really not just saying, okay, it was a good study, but how I really intentionally, you know, make, make this week different in a way based on this. What do you think? Yes. Yes, being more intentional about about scattering, about again not hiding the light, not hiding the light. And again, as we said before, you know, if you are, if we are really intentional about it and praying it about praying about it and have it in in our mind, God will definitely, definitely give us the opportunity to 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 use this. It comes out of nowhere, and I I can attest for this hundred times. You know. Once we have this in our mind, like you know, my goal today is not just to go on with my to sleep and rise and to go day and night, but to do what, to bring, to reach that point of there is a harvest and we need to share that. We need to share that. Okay? Being more intentional about it. Okay? And I think the second thing that we really need to 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 understand and to remember to remind, to remind ourselves the idea again that we we don't know how. We don't know again the idea of more trusting the spirit, right? Yes, we try, but we try to stay connected to the spirit and let the spirit do the work, not trying on our own without the spirit. I think that's what we all fall into, right? Here we're coming, we're coming with the with the land on Monday and we're gonna try and we're gonna be this and I hear it all the time, you know, this land should be different and we better do this and we better do this, okay. But are we spending, are we, are we, thinking about how the trusting the Holy Spirit to change the inside or not. We're just trying to, to change things from the outside, right? We can change the food, we can change the practices, we can you know add another psalm here, another chapter here. All those things are very good, yes. But they have to be the result of the work of the Spirit, right? Because the Spirit, I was just reading 1 Samuel 8 yesterday, where we're Samuel anointed Saul, right? And then as he's walking, he found a group of the, what? Of prophets. And it says right away, what happened to him? Turned into a different man. He gave him a different heart in turn. Just being by the, with the prophets. Right? This is the work of the Spirit, to change and to give us a different heart and to make us a different person. Different person. But then it's up to his choice whether to keep this or to allow the bad spirit to take control, right? But that's, that's what happened. And this is what we really need to understand. And I'm hoping this, this fast will be that opportunity, this land will be the opportunity for the spirit to give us opportunity to be a different person from inside, from inside. How? Just again, as you said earlier, again, we are his nation, we are his family, we are his kingdom, right? Sit and just don't just what walk past him. Sit with that intention that okay, what I have no idea how, but you know, you better know what you're doing because I really don't know, right? And surrendering and submitting and allowing, trusting his work to continue and never give up and doing again what we can do, the little that we can do. Because again, remember. What we have will be 
more. But if we don't use it, what we have will be taken away. Taken away again in the sense of what? That if I am not light, I am dark. I'm dark. If I'm dark, I'm bumping to other people. And then it's not a good scene at all. God bless. We'll continue another passage of chapter four uh, and move on with that. Yeah, let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We praise you, glorifying you. Thank you, Lord, for your grace, for your spirit, Lord, for your willingness, Lord, in order to, to come, Lord, and uh, change our hearts and change our minds and make us a new man, Lord, a new person, Lord. As you said, Lord, that the whole, everything is new, Lord. Allow us, Lord, to come to you and submit and uh, just uh, trust that you are doing the work, Lord. We're just uh, not looking at our weaknesses, at our challenges, but looking at your power, your mighty power, Lord, that you're able to change. You're able, Lord, that as we go on with our life, Lord, you want us to do, your work is, is continuing, Lord, and your grace is, is allowing us to grow with you, Lord, in order to bring, Lord, the harvest, Lord, in the, in the due time that we can share with everybody else. Thank you, Lord, for this time, for uh, for those uh, words of, of strength, of power, Lord, that you reveal to us, Lord, the, the mysteries of your kingdom. Lord. Praying for my brothers and sisters, for everyone, Lord, who's here. Hear our prayers, supplication, prayers of all your saints. Hear us, we say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be. Give us this day, our dear breath. Give us our trespasses. Lead us on temptation, but the power that would. Ages, amen. Go in peace. Have a good night, guys. Thank you, Abuna. You too. Good night. Thank you, Abuna. Quick question. Yes, sir. I think I left my laptop charger in the high school room, and I was wondering if you could check. <laughs> it's uh, okay. I'll check it. Give it here for you. All right. You sorry. Help? We'll check yeah, it. Julian would know. It's going to be in the back. And let you know. It's here, yes. <laughs> all right. God bless you all. Thank okay. you. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Have a good night, everyone.